Although, yeah. sorry. That's not a bad word. It's a bad thought. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, Welcome, once again, to Chill Filter, the podcast where we don't meander and we get our facts straight. 100%. Now, let's get to the whiskey. Today, we're <laughs> drinking whiskey. No, welcome to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are, and that's why we like you. And you mm-hmm. know what? We're ready to have a fun time today. Yeah, we're ready um, to re- meander a little bit here and there, too. Meander? Yeah. And if we'll, we'll get something wrong, yeah, we might we get do, something wrong. We'll get back to it and say, "Hey, yeah. we made a mistake." And correct so, us in a nice Blicks, way. Please <laughs> join us for a drink. Won't join you give the boys a chance? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of which, a uh, quick shout out, Brian Rapp. Did you see? Uh, he joined the pity party on Monday and left a nice review. And in his oh, review, nice. he said, "Yeah." In his review, he said. If you're gonna start listening, start with the newest episode. So yeah, thanks, Brian. Appreciate that, thanks, Brian. Yeah. Um, what? So, what I a baller! Care. Give me a second. Give me a oh, hot yeah. freaking second. What Ooh, a baller, Brian! Ballin'. Thanks for doing yeah, that. So appreciate that. And it's not too you late know. to do it, other listener who's never left a review yet. <laughs> no man. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> a little bit of more business. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what's going on with you. Totally. Uh, we'd reach love out with a message. Here. Reach out and touch someone. Yeah, reach out and touch faith. Your own touching hands, reaching out. Oh, very different song. We it's fine. We went two different ways. It's fine. I like it. We could do a mashup. It was a. It's a. It's it's a beautiful thing. I saw this uh, meme online that was like a chair that was like it looked like like it was like the shape of Jesus sitting down, and you like sit down. On, on Jesus, Jesus but the but the 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 <clears throat> what do you call it the the quip at the bottom was like the quip uh someone or yeah what is it someone who knows <laughs> crap now I'm, no, like, the, you know what's better someone than a who meme? knows and cares someone whose chair <laughs> do you know what's you know what's better than finding a really funny meme is forgetting listening the to, actual listening to somebody try to explain a visual content well, it's there is um, there's this old Far Side um, comic strip where he's like, it, it the the caption is public reading of comics, and then this yeah. guy's like holding a book, and he's like, and then in the next panel, I think the we, dog yeah, says, we, yeah. Oh, uh, Mitzelplik, sorry, we just lo- we have already lost him. Yeah, we, we haven't even got through the business. Yeah. Um, Some people don't like meandering. So my wife doesn't like meandering. She likes kind of to the facts with her podcast. So she's she's a Joe Friday, and that's okay. Yeah. You mm-hmm. need those sometimes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of chairs, uh, it's an interesting morning for me uh, uh-huh. because it is seven forty-five, seven fifty right now, and I'm I'm drinking with my buddy. And my yeah. wife had to go to work, and Juniper was in in the tub because she just wanted to be in the tub this morning. I was like, I gotta get this kid out of the tub before we start. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she's in the tub. I go in to take a quick shower because I, I can't look all. I gotta look pretty beautiful for the tubes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a chair oh, sitting right outside the shower. And I go, Charles, what's this chair here for? You just, like so we can watch each other sh- shower or something? And she goes, Oh, actually, Judy put it there so she could watch me shower yesterday. Ah, like, oh, that's great. <laughs> okay, so yeah. yeah, that's that's life with kids. And that's right now, fair. like I bribe them so mm-hmm. hard, just <laughs> hey, please be good for daddy while I'm recording. So hopefully mm-hmm. we don't have any break-ins, but. Yeah. Anyway. So, do you bribe them before or after? I guess you warn them before, you, bribe them after. You get you deliver the bribe. You bribe them yeah. before, deliver the bribe after. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <sighs> oh, whoa! I don't know what's going on in my mouth. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> is, that er, is it early morning congestion? You ever heard of tonsil stones? Yeah. Do you get them? Yeah. Like lately, for some reason, I just pulled two out. Oh yeah, they're disgusting. Look them up, people. I'm not going to describe what Don't, they are. No. no, I used to. I uh, used to get them before I had my tonsils out. Oh really? Do you, so do you get like strep throat and sore throats a lot? No, I did get it with okay. COVID, but I, I don't often though. Okay, because I used to get strep throat and sore throats all the time, and I would have really? tonsil stones. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, I just got to get these suckers out. Yeah, and it was no more like tonsil stones. When did you get them out? How old were you? Oh, remember we didn't know it was when we did the podcast. Oh, that's, that's right. That was recently. We, we, yeah, we had to. Pre- it was last it's like summer? August or something. Yeah. Two summers ago, we re- we pre-recorded two. a lot at in yeah. Vegas, so that we could. <clears throat> um, no, it was like 
No, yeah, it was, it was the summer before that. Two summers, yeah. But it was like yeah, the but we worst. Recorded, yeah. Apparently, if you do it as a kid, it's like one day you feel sick, and then the next day you're back, baby. Oh, nice. Um, as an adult, it was like the worst five days of my life. It was awful. But... Oh, that's rough. And then but you like, he... can't eat good things. Like you can't oh gosh, eat a burger. I think I lost 15 pounds because all, all I was wow. eating was like I'd have a popsicle maybe every mm-hmm. five hours, and that didn't. It's not the weight gain stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, also on the business, hit us up on patreon.com slash chill filter. Cole, how you doing, man? How's life? I... <laughs> it took us a while. We got Wait, there. I, felt, I felt like we went into you. Well, we we went into yeah, I Jesus, guess inadvertently. Jesus chairs, shower chairs. That's right. Jesus Comic chair, reading shower memes. Chair. And now I remember the Hustle actual stones. quote. It was someone who hears your prayers, someone whose chair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, shout out to Depeche Mode. Um, so yeah, how am I doing? You know, it's been a pretty average week. Although one thing I'm excited about this week, I've been trying to convince Heather to sleep train our little daughters. Or what did I say? Daughters. daughters. I was thinking what? you have daughters. I have daughters. I have daughters. You have daughter. Uh, don't call me daughter. Uh, shout out to Pearl Jam. Perfect. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, we i've been trying to convince her for a while and i'm just like and i'm not saying like i want her to suffer nor do i want to get better sleep like i want my baby to have skills for coping in the middle of the night so she is able to do things on her own in a way Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how i attacked it and i really meant it like i I definitely don't want our child to be like sheltered to the point where they can't um that's important for yeah you too yeah no family it's like there are benefits a skill you gotta have Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are you guys are you guys using any books to do that? Like any resources? Not. I mean, Heather did looked up a lot of stuff online because I can't like, remember some of the research in either direction of sleep training, and she said so that uh-huh. we we gosh, I can't remember. I'll have to ask Chelsea. I have to look back for it. We had we had a really good book that was nice. Good. And it's one of those things where it's like you you teach them these skills, mm-hmm. and after they've learned, you slowly learn each skill. Then they're mm-hmm. usually ready to. Uh, sleep on their own yeah and i'm ready and, well, and so it? it was first night oh, was two nights oh, ago yeah okay how to go and she cried i apparently i wasn't there when she went to bed because i was um doing something out uh but she went to bed and cried maybe like fussed around for a little bit uh for uh about 20 minutes my wife said and then after that uh, she probably woke up one time in the middle of the night and cried for about maybe 20 minutes or so, maybe 20, 30, and then went back to bed and woke up like I had to wake her up in the morning, uh, which sometimes she'll, you know, like if it were like cer- past a certain time in the morning, we'll, we'll wake her up and feed her. Uh, but then last night, she she did cry a little bit longer at the beginning, but I don't think she cried throughout the whole night. Oh, good. Uh, and so it's working. <laughs> we did. I mean, like I've heard of stories it. of sleep training where like they will cry until they throw up. Or cry like all night and yeah. like these well, kind of sad fun. things. And it's like, yeah, it's not fun at all, but it's good. It's a good thing, in my opinion. Some people might disagree. I think, um, uh, yeah, I think we went mm-hmm. to, I think gosh, what we did, it was easier with the twins because uh-huh. you had like, you had a built in time where it's like, you, you're on your own right now because I got to take care of this kid. So they kind of oh. learned a little bit that way. Mm-hmm. Mara was easy. All Mara did when we brought her back was eat and sleep. Like, uh, like Ruby tells like I just want to be with my kid, but she would just eat and sleep because she was just needed that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Well, good for you guys. Good for her. You know, and I will say this: mm-hmm. they'll she'll nail it, and then there will be points where it just regresses. Oh yeah, it's, and that's <clears throat> and and that's the thing. But we, uh, I got great sleep the last two nights. It was good. amazing. Good, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Otherwise, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, life's good. I'm still uh, doing well with my job. I had a presentation this week uh, that was on some work that I had put in um, for a few weeks that was working with this one guy. And his this guy, like the head of claims for this insurance company and my and the head of analytics were in the meeting. And I was asked a lot of questions, like kind of guided through a lot of stuff. Pretty much all (laughs) of my. Were you like, hey. I'm the I'm one the that asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the question guy. Yeah, especially the really you this. Guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did pretty well, and I felt like I did pretty well. And then my boss pulled me into his office later that day, and he's like, "I've only gotten compliments, like really good compliments, on what how you did this morning on that in that meeting." So I was like, "Wow, 
what a great way to like start your first project at a job. So, um, I was encouraged by that. I, I was, um, I was pleasantly surprised with myself. I, you know, like, like I said before, you kind of expect a learning curve, which there is, there's still more to learn and there's still more to figure out, but there's also, you kind of expect to have grace with yourself and say like, I might not be where I want to be for at least six months, but so far I'm like thriving. It feels like, and maybe there'll hand me some projects that are a little harder uh, and that I'll need more, you know, time to learn and stuff. But so far it's been great. Um, And yeah, I kind of like it. Kind of like working there. Good, so, good, good. Yeah. And then what else is going on in life? What do I got going on? Oh, I'm meeting after this. Uh, I am meeting with one of my prior bosses at my last job. Not the one I most recently had, but one I had uh, for a time, about a year or so uh, mm-hmm. after I started at my last company. And I've never actually met him in person. Uh, we, you know, he was my boss for like about a year, but it was all remote. And he lived in Chicago. I lived in Arizona. And so, yeah, that was, um, cool. That's going to be cool. Uh, hopefully <laughs> that, was that was super cool, cool after, <laughs> yeah. but by the time this comes out, it will, it was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's hey, my life. That yeah. reminds me. Uh-huh. And maybe we need to talk about it off air first, but yeah. do we have a drink along plan for this month? We need to, what is it? We the need 12th? to. Twelfth. Yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll plan it maybe for next weekend or the weekend after, uh, whatever works for, We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll figure it out on break. Yeah. Well, we're walking and talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, kicking up a few more tonsil stones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So weird. Record. Oh, I hated those. Those are awful. I've never had so many besides Are you on yeah. antibiotics? Nah. Because, like, when you take antibiotics, they'll start shedding uh-huh. or whatever because weird. it's a bacteria. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I got to say, uh huh. <clears throat> I feel I okay. If you want to get trashed, yeah, yeah. If you're into that, and drink some thing. good whiskey while you listen mm-hmm. to this podcast, I get so annoyed by how many times I have to clear my throat. And I was talking to Chelsea, and she's like, "You need to get on like some allergy type stuff." Because I mm-hmm. am, but then like this morning, congest- like we're recording early, so like I mm-hmm. got morning congestion. So I am so sorry, folks. I just keep hacking and coughing, Cole's puking up tonsil stones, yeah, hacking Man. all over the place. It's crazy. So it this is. week. This week has been pretty cool, man. I, yeah. uh, I, uh, my eighth period class is my social skills. And so we'll play a lot of games. Yeah. We've been playing basketball lately. And I've got this peer tutor who is really, he's a, he's a pretty good basketball player. And he's about what's my his, height. What's his title? Peer tutor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go on. Anyway, so it's this general kid that comes in and, and kind of helps out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we play basketball and he's pretty good. And nice. so, uh, like he plays on a lot of AAU teams and like he'll play like, a bunch of like a bunch of like nba x nba players kids kind of stuff oh wow and uh yeah so we're playing with him and he goes he said something like he was talking trash i'm like yeah good for you you're beating up on like a 40 year old fat guy <laughs> and he goes yeah but you're like a fit 40 year old fat guy nice I was, like, yeah, I was like i don't know how to take that My but man. i'm gonna take that yeah so <clears throat> been, it's been pretty fun i mean yeah you work out basketball you in shape Dude, I'm at my heaviest I've ever been. So oh, I'm really? Like, I'm needing to drop weight. Yeah. May I ask? Yeah. I don't want to say. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I, about 235. Oh, what? You? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting big, man. Keep it's... in mind, listeners, Robbie's like 6'3", six, 6'2", three, six, right? 6'3 six three and 3 quarters. Yeah, there we go. So almost 6'4". Well, let me claim 6'4". Yeah, yeah, so I do. Yeah, no, I need to. I need to drop some weight. I've been a little too indulgent, if you know what I mean. So. Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I'm still rocking Damn. that wager um, diet. Yeah. And it is, it is. I told Heather the other day, I'm like, this is so good for me, but I hate it so much. Yeah. Um, because, and now I'm starting to work out, in like like weights, and now mm-hmm. I got to be careful of weight gain because of the protein and the, and just like, t- you know, like, lifted weights and stuff and uh, and so now i I gotta maintain i'm at my goal (laughs) weight so the the thing is once you hit your goal weight you maintain and so i gotta like Mm -hmm. the extra uh losing i gotta like lose weight in order to well put on weight that doesn't doesn't sound healthy if you're you're no no, here's what it is if you're putting on muscle that's okay yeah no it is it is good but here's here's what i'm going for body fat yeah, and but but it's not like I'm like starving myself. I'm just eating a lot more high protein, low carb stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like I lose weight by eating high protein, low carb stuff, and then I gain weight by 
working out with the protein. Uh, and so it kind of evens out all together. And maybe I'll just get super like, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, like cut and, and word? <laughs> toned. Toned is the word I'm looking for. Cut works. Yeah. yeah. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I but go you, on. You were I talking think you about need, life. I think you need to readjust that though, because if you're at your okay. weight and you're like, it's, you get to a certain point where it's like, okay, now making muscle gains is more important than losing That's weight. That's true. And yeah. so, I don't know. Those muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. Yep. Does muscle weigh more than fat? I want to see how fat? it goes. It does. very much does. Yeah, okay. Um, but right. I want to see how it goes for a little bit. Uh, if I can, like, actually put on weight while losing weight. Like, of course, there's going to be different kinds of weight. Put on muscle while losing weight. Put on muscle while losing weight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> put on weight while losing weight. It's mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling um, this giant bucket with a hole in the bottom. Anyway, exactly. hey, Cole, can we... I think it's time. Like, should we move on? Yeah, I think break? it's time. Let's go All into right. a walk break, and we'll be back, and we'll talk about what we're drinking today, which is Paul John uh, Peated Select Cast. So uh, let's send it to break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back from break, and yeah, we're we animated are. for those oh, YouTube great. listeners. <laughs> uh, and, and and we've actually been getting some likes and stuff on our YouTube videos. Oh, perfect! Yeah, watching, I like the like. Give us a like, yeah, and give us a subscribe, as they say. Subscribe and say, hit that bell. Smash that uh, subscribe like button. button. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever, yeah, whatever. Do whatever don't forget you want, to comment like, down below. It would help us. Yeah, exactly. And we love. I comments. like whiskey. Do you like whiskey? Yeah. yeah. Comment comments. down below if you're into whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so a shout out I wanted to give to my friend Daniel. I don't know if he's a, a full time listener, uh, but he might have listened to a few. Uh, Do we employ any full time listeners? Uh, not paid. It's kind of like like unpaid okay. interns, basically. Okay, gotcha. Um, shout out to my friend Daniel for waiting in line for a few hours just to snag me a white whale whiskey. He literally waited in line for me at a, he did it twice. He did it for himself and then got it for another. He did it again for me so he can get me batch 17 of Stag Jr., which was hey, super nice. So you so got it. Huh? Big shout out. Yeah. Big <laughs> shout out to Daniel uh, for being a baller. So, oh, it's hard. Oh, Maybe boo. I should do these cool uh, big ones. Ooh, yeah, nice I think I like, I like the. Oh, no, no. His uh, Corn Bloods is the best. Thanks. Another shout out to John from Embellish Pod. So Um, what we're drinking today is Paul John Peated Select Cask at 55.5%. This is not only our first Paul John product on the podcast. It is our first Indian whiskey that we're doing. So grateful that countries like India uh, can make good whiskey, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about. So I wanted to talk. Is it good? About uh, you know what we'll, we'll find see. That I out. don't know. Yeah. I, I have no sipped idea. it, uh, but there are good. I've had good Indian whiskey before for sure. Um, and I wanted. I didn't want to talk about John Distilleries, and that's J O H N. But oh. I might say the word J A W N, the Philly slang, John, many times this episode. So just be ready to interchange them whenever you feel like it. Oh so. man, that's your rapper name. Yeah, Philly slang, John. Philly slang, John. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then my album called Halfway to Heather. Yeah. No, Although that's, that's t- not that's very totally much different of a rap genre album. That's yeah, a different that's, genre. that's an indie indie genre. Yeah, you're so. just you're like a we'll you're like a something. early kid rock where you cross yeah. over to multiple yeah. avenues of music. Yeah, we'll work on that. You're idea. like no, you're like no, you're more of you're more of a what's a. Well, sail this vessel till the river runs dry. Garth Brooks. Garth You're Brooks. more like a Garth Brooks with what was his? He had his Garth Brooks dude in his country, and then he had his uh, Chris. He had he had an alter ego. You remember? Oh, that? really? Yeah. Okay, you I talk for a second. That. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, it's cool. It's pretty, yeah, Garth it's Brooks alter ego. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are uh, drinking. Yeah, basically. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I didn't want to talk about D- John Distilleries. Uh, I wanted to talk about Indian whiskey in general this week. And maybe one day when we do another Paul John episode, I'll talk about the actual distillery. But 
Uh, here goes. So in the whiskey world these days, there are a few Indian whiskeys that come to mind. One of is from Amrut. Amrut. That's A M R U T. Uh, and I remember trying Amrut Fusion in 2015 and being very impressed. Since then, I heard of Paul John from Jim Murray in his 2021 Whiskey Bible, where it came in third for the World Whiskey of the Year. Uh, and just behind Alberta Premium Cast Strength at that one we were talking about the other day. And then Stag Junior Batch 13, which I realized I have a bottle of that. And I and here's the thing. Even though it's my White Whale Whiskey, it's my White Whale Whiskey at retail. Mm. Um so I did get it a little above retail and, and somewhat regret it, but I, and apparently 13 is not a highly regarded batch by most people, at least what That's I've talked all, to. It's all good, man. Uh, but well, then they can give cares? it to me. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, take it's it. freaking stag junior. Anyway, that specific Paul John release that won third place was called Mithuna. I don't know if that's the exact pronunciation, but M I T H U N A. That being said, there are a few Indian distilleries, and they're known in the whiskey world for their single malt whiskeys. Uh, the hard thing is, for a big country like India, uh, especially those two distilleries are fighting against what most would not call whiskey, if that makes any sense. India, so far, does not have <clears throat> a regulation for what Indian whiskey is. And for apparently 90% of the case in India, whiskey is more like rum. Uh, based on a molasses uh, fermentation and incorporating potentially even neutral grain spirits or flavorings. And they can still call it whiskey in India. Uh, and it would behoove uh, India to celebrate <laughs> true whiskey, in my opinion, by setting up a standard for the term whiskey that matches the rest of the world in terms of whiskey. Uh, or at least the whiskey world. So uh, originally whiskey was introduced in to India in the 1800s with likely scotch. Um, but remember we talked about the old days when you made whiskey, it was basically because you had surplus grain and you needed something to do with it. And whiskey doesn't spoil like grain can, if it gets too old. Uh, so you can make whiskey and drink or, you know, sell it or barter it or whatever you want. So that was kind of the old days when you had extra grain. That's kind of what you did with it. Uh, but what if grain is not abundant? Oh. Uh, what if poverty is pretty rampant in your country? Hmm. Uh, that is in, a, that and the fact... you got serious. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got all <laughs> sad real quick. You're like, oh, <laughs> less animated now. Yeah. Oh, hmm. <laughs> but... Uh, that and the fact that single malt type whiskey was kind of a shock to the system for Indian people at the time. Uh, and when it really, st when it like started to be produced in the 1980s, uh, people were like, single malt's a little crazy right now. Let's like make it a little sweeter. Let's make it a little more rum like. Uh, and th those kind of things led to basically the origin of why they blended single malt scotch with things like molasses-based spirits or neutral grain spirits. And that's why that, quote, whiskey uh, is prevalent today still in India. Uh, but recently, I mean, basically like recently as in past the 1980s, in, 20, in 2004, uh, Amrut decided to bottle a actual single malt product. And part of the reason this was different was because they wanted a good age on the product if they were going to put out an actual single malt they wanted to have good age and and uh and so that was kind of the thing is like uh they needed something they needed to make sure it had a good few years on it they and they realized they didn't have to age as long as scotch uh which is interesting because they it really developed truly faster and was it you know because of small barrels or anything or speed aging no uh it really had processes do, yeah, or a proprietary process. Process I. Processes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, it's because there's a hot climate in India. That's it. I'm very different than the cold <laughs> and wet climate of Scotland. So if you're making a single malt, it might go a little bit faster just because of the evaporation loss and just the general heat that can make the whiskey infuse more of the barrel. Um, so anyway, Paul John followed suit in 2008 and started aging their own single malt whiskey uh, that they officially released in 2012 called Paul John single cask 161 whiskey. Uh, so the next time, yeah, like I said, the next time we do a Paul John product, 
I'll talk about the actual distillery, but I thought I'd just give a brief history on Indian whiskey today. So let's talk about the bottle we're drinking today. Mm. We are drinking Paul John Peated Select Cask, 55%. Uh, nice little <laughs> green label, but is it a rye? No, it's not no. a rye. Um, so uh, it's Why the Goa, heck would it India. be? Yeah, exactly. Why the heck would it be? Is it because of Joe Magliocco? No. <laughs> no. It's because... Joe! No! Joe, Joe I appreciate you, Joe. Joe. Michter's is a cool company. Michter's. But I don't think you started the green label. I just don't. Even Hot though... Take. Even though uh, Old Overholt doesn't have a purely green label, it does have a lot of green in the label. And that's my thought. Is like Old Overholt was one of the oldest rise, at least like historically. It, if it US. wasn't, it'd be new Overholt. Exactly. Or just Overholt. Yeah. And you don't want that. You don't. So, yeah. So anyway, John Paul or Paul John. Wow. John Paul Jones. No. Uh, from It's from Goa, India, which I looked up the average temps for temperatures uh pretty much all year round it's not supposed to break 92 degrees fahrenheit Ooh, which i was right. like okay that's that's like not that hot especially when you're that's used hot. to Look, no it well, is hot but like if that's your max mm. actually you're right that's not that hot that's like yeah. wearing t- like that's two pairs of jeans when you walk around town exactly yeah. yeah and then your trench of swampy goodness is like kind of contained in the yeah but anyway mm. So I was like, yeah, it's not too hot. But then I looked at the year-round typical minimum, and the minimum temperature is around 72 degrees Fahrenheit. So I'm like, oh, that's hot all year. Like, if you're running between 72 and 92, yeah, that's that's a warm climate for sure. It is. Um, anyway, I it has no age statement, but it is about six to eight years old. And remember, it might have a little more depth to it than your average six to eight-year-old uh, single mom uh, because of the t- climate and temperature. Aged in first fill ex bourbon barrels, meaning that it was used once but never used again until it was used for uh, this thing, this whole thing and stuff. Uh, of course, that being a single malt, it is a 100% malted barley product. Uh, and as mentioned, uh, it is 55.5% or 111 proof. Yeah, 111. <laughs> I was like, crap, did I just screw that up? There's inaccuracy right there. Oh, oh, sorry, Missile Picks. Sorry, Missile Picks. They (laughs) peated the barley themselves using peat from Scotland. Uh, So they they imported peat. uh, Since there is not really a peated uh, client, or not a peated, like a boggy boggy kind of thing. But their bogs are more swamps. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, crocodilies. But it's pretty hot down there. Anyway. With those crocodilies. Are there crocodiles in India? There were in uh, Temple of Doom. So, No time for love, Dr. Jones. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many good quotes from uh, Shorty. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Anyway, (laughs) someone's going to hate me for saying that. So, Um, Total wine price, $89. And let's drink. Okay. I mean, there's a quirk pop. Yeah, go ahead. It's only 8.30. Might as well. Yeah. There it is. Oh boy. That was a, actually a very loud cork pop, which I dig. I'm into that kind of thing. All right. Well, we're doing the old swirly poo, getting things done here. So, oh. yeah. Oops. No, I hit my mic. Who's Wait, that? That's Cole? his alter ego? No. Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So he did, like, yeah, his, Chris Gaines. He called himself Chris Gaines. He released wow. an album. And I remember, like, same voice and everything, I assume. But it's like, yeah, it's like a rock kind of emo y album. What? For his, for emo y for like the 90s. Makes me respect Garth Brooks even more. But it did decently well. And I think he, like, it was, he did like, he had Chris, Saturday Night Live had like Chris Gaines. And that's kind of where he was like, I'm a Garth Brooks. <laughs> I think he, he actually, like came he, out. I think he hosted as Garth Brooks and performed music wow. as Chris Gaines. Actually. And people yeah. were like, you didn't know what? that? No, I'm so intrigued. I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan, as I've probably right. mentioned absolutely. on the podcast. Absolutely. We have talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to John Hughes again. Uh, he introduced me to these really cool bulbous, uh, long-stemmed uh, whiskey glasses. They're called like the professional glass from something. Whiskey. What is it? Wondersofwhiskey.com or something like that. Uh, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. My stomach's not into drinking whiskey right now. Rough. Get used to it. <laughs> 
I should have eaten something before we started. Oh, totally. I didn't even think um, of that. I, I did have a sip of Elijah Craig barrel proof, and that maybe that's part of the problem here. I'll kick you up a notch. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that barrel? Or the the, the you know what? Save it. We'll sip it. Um, uh, nose on this Excuse definitely me. peated. Uh, it is not Ardbeg level peaty so far. It's pretty mild. Uh, it's mild. It's mild. Yeah. I think there's a lot, there's a lot of fruitiness there too. So it's yeah. like a sweet, sweetie peaty. It's a peaty but like, sweetie. The campfire is there for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's not. Um, I mean, it's not even. I would I would say it's a medium peat level. It's not even like low peat. It's like medium to me. And but like Ardbeg is typically a high level peat level. High level. Um, hubba a friggin' what? Really? This is delicious. Didn't want to drink whiskey for a second. Now I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Oh man, a huge. I mean, wow. Maybe tropical fruit. Really nice like sweetness. Super, yeah, super fruity, super sweet. Yeah, um, mild peat on the palate for sure. Mm-hmm. The uh, peat comes up at the finish for the most part. Yeah, it does. But it's mm-hmm. not it's not there like it was on the nose. Like the nose, like it's like, yeah, this yeah. is definitely peated. It's not super peaty, but it was definitely peated. But man, super sweet, super fruity. I'm looking forward to this with some ice. Oh, I drop that yeah, I have a good feeling about this with ice. Yeah, oh, I'm man. really impressed. Um mm. it's hard to even on a single bump to get that level of fruitiness. You might get it from like an Irish whiskey. Uh, but this is nice. Yeah, like tropical type fruits. It's not apple oh, in my opinion. No, it's this not. is it's like, so good. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Oh, this is this is might be one of my new faves. I don't yeah. know. It's up yeah. there. Wow. And contrasting to like Del Bach or something like that, this is a lot more fruity, uh, a lot more, and even contrasting to like Ardbeg or, you know, Lafroig or something like that. Although Lafroig have had some really nice fruity ones, but more of a apple fruity. Um, mm-hmm. from not all Lafroigs, but some of them I've had. But uh, this is like even the finish. Like I said, it's smoky, but then there's like secondary finish that's just like this is after you sipped it like thirty seconds ago. That's still fruity mm-hmm. in a different way, but it's it's almost like candy fruity in my opinion. It is. No, I was just yeah. gonna say it's kind of like a <clears throat> gosh, what is it? I think high chews. You ever eat high chews? Mm-hmm. They have like a pineapple tropical fruit mm. one i think and i want to say it's kind of it's like almost like an artificial tropical yeah, fruit totally so very candy-ish it's like it's super watermelon sweet. tastes nothing like watermelon but it's delicious yeah so banana flavoring do you like mm. banana candy i like banana candy i don't like bananas that's right yeah. so i was i think i saw this somewhere where the banana flavoring for most candies is based off of an extinct banana Oh really? Yeah, so that's why that's banana funny. flavoring doesn't taste like a banana that we eat. And it's pretty much all, always artificial flavoring. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I love banana flavored laffy taffies. Those are like oh yeah, they'll, they'll mess you up in a good way. Like you'll get hooked. It's kind of like the, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, the uh, gateway drug besides Skittles. Yeah, yeah. No, whiskey's the gateway drug to Skittles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. This Skittles is the gateway drug to whiskey. Is yeah. banana. Laffy Taffy's. I'm adding some of my uh, limestone filtered water. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, this whiskey it, on the label. It says non-chill filtered. Hey, hey, that's not, not the, the name, name of the podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, Shout out to uh, Matt Porter, who recently brought that up in a comment on YouTube. And I was like, yes, someone listen. <laughs> not that people don't listen and not that Matt doesn't listen. It's just like I appreciate when jokes are brought up to us that we've said. Like yeah. recurring jokes are great. It's like I made myself laugh with this. I'm glad someone else enjoyed. It. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad uh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Chelsea always makes fun of me for laughing at my own jokes. I am my uh, biggest fan. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a um, big fan too. But not nose as wise, something in- interesting so the, difference. It's the it is. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a note there. I can't pick up. I, I can't name. I'm picking it up. Obviously, just can't name it right now. There's a little bit of oak showing up to me. Okay, um, yeah, and it's not. It's <clears throat> it, it reminds me of a small barrel oak, but for a moment, for a moment, for the nose. So I think I, I have a problem recognizing when I smell oak. I really do, or taste oak, and then you say it's oaky. I'm like, oh yeah, it is oaky. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a weird. 
and this sounds weird it's, gonna be, it's like cotton almost like there's like a cottony kind of a note i don't mm-hmm. i can't put my it's like very light and fluffy in the nose like i yeah. don't know oh this is weird this is almost like my Chuck E. Cheese reference here, but no, this is a great reference. I I, the Chuck E. Cheese reference goes down in history. One of the, <laughs> the greatest annals of history. Annals. Sorry. <laughs> Explicit rating. Although, yeah, sorry, that's not a bad word. It's a bad thought. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, for it's a very interesting contrast of the water pour versus the neat pour. Um. And it is a lot more smoky with the water. I only dropped a few drops in this this amount right here, and uh, it really smoked it up. And but it's still fruity, but it's a lot more smoky than it really originally was, which is crazy. The so this the mouthfeel with a little bit more water. So neat wise, does it thicken in your mouth? It's thicker in your mouth. Um, so neat wise, it was like this flavor explosion. Yeah, just yeah. fruitiness. Uh, water definitely a little bit more peat on the mm-hmm. like it shows up sooner on the back yeah end. for sure um the fruitiness is not there but the mouthfeel is amazing i think it's yeah. just a very it's kind of a trade-off it feels colder like yeah. i don't know it feels Can't colder wait till ice. Mouth, sure. oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. holy moly yeah no i am dude this is this is worth it I would. I'll try to find you a bottle this any day. This is so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, just, I mean, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like I this is. Like, oh. <laughs> no, you go. You go ahead. Um, um, this is very different than your typical Isla peated scotch. It's much more. It's. I wouldn't call it lighter, but it is. It's not a light lighter in flavor, but like compared to a peated Isla, it is like brighter. Brighter is probably a better word than lighter. Uh, it's not it as um, it's not as uh, salty, you know. Um, uh, like it's just that Isla density and that savoriness. This is mm-hmm. a much more sweet and fruity. Even though there are sweet and fruity peated whiskeys, especially Islas, mm-hmm. uh, this is brighter in the fruit and and just altogether, it's it's pretty pretty great. Yeah, no, I'm loving it. I think maybe, and I think maybe I just don't drink enough scotches or peated or smoke mm-hmm. things because the last time I was like, dude, I got to get this was when we had the uh, Nika. Yeah, straight totally. the barrel. And like, mm-hmm. this is kind of hit me on that level. So maybe I just need to do that a little bit more. So cool. I'm going to do my ice grenade. Me too. You right? Spit out the pen. <laughs> I should and do that you, too because all my pieces are big. In. Yeah. Wait five seconds. Not, the whole, what's the oh. uh the uh monty python line where he's like not this many seconds not you, you know what i'm talking about Are you, take the holy hand grenade and yeah. count to three <laughs> no more no less yeah. three is the number you shall count to <sighs> yeah it's great 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 uh franchise there yeah i used to, i love monty python i remember watching with my dad when I was a kid. Nice. And I didn't quite get it, but they were like, they, like the humor, I didn't understand, but the animation, the mm-hmm. like, just like the silliness. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. love you. As a kid, you love yeah. it. And then you grow up and you're like, this, this is funny on another level. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. I, I love the, uh, the line where he pops by the, uh, the, the peasant and then the peasant <laughs> like breaks down the government and like, it's just like, like, <laughs> I forget what he says, but someone out there will like totally get it. But or he's like, he's like, I said, shut up. <laughs> I need to mm. watch that more. You know, I got it. I, I watched a Mel Brooks movie recently, and it just wasn't cutting it for me. It was uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, uh, and I feel like Mel Brooks and and um, Monty that, Python are very yes. similar in style, yeah, and tone at least tone, yeah, certainly. You see this um, condensation on my glass? I do. Yeah. You got a, a big cube in there. Big, big explosion. So um <laughs> disappointed. It, not, and this is still good, but it's not hitting the level I was, you know what I mean? Like sometimes mm. with with a scotch or something peated, the ice in it. I mean, yeah, I guess it's okay. It, it's good. Yeah, it isn't bad. It's good. There's no bitterness. Like, there's no like compared it's just to the not as good. Two, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. 
neat though. This is like a flavor explosion, man. It got the, it's, it's been a while since we've had a hubba to what I've had a hubba. That's hubba true. We've had like barely hubba to what's, but this is this is surprising. I mean, it really comes down to, and I'll get to my rating in a bit, but it really comes down to how bright this is and and tropical fruity this is on the mm. front and even the final end of the palette or the final end of the finish um yeah india's got something good guys um, mm-hmm. don't don't uh don't foo-foo them or what's the word i'm looking for poo-poo poo-poo yeah that's probably a better way foo-foo <laughs> <Foo-foo>. <laughs> um, but don't foo-foo them either don't They'll fight you oh. on the street. Still a good nose. It's just lighter. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you thinking? We'll fight you on the street. Mm. I don't know, just... <laughs> For our YouTube listeners or YouTube you, watchers. You, you were just like, yeah, so goofy. And then like, I love serious, it, man. Okay. We're having a good time. Oh, a good time. It's always a good time. No, that's for sure. That's why I keep coming back. And that's why our listeners keep coming back. Now I'm saying listeners, high five. Oh. <laughs> All oh. right. Oh, sorry. I hit you in the face. Oh, man. Episode. These visual gimmicks are um. <laughs> so um, was that a special you, uh, effect? Eddie, no, no. We're just masters of our craft. Do you know who uh, Julian, uh, not Julian, Michelle Gondry is? No. He, is so that... have you ever seen the Everlong uh, music video? Yes, been a while. Have you ever seen the movie called Be Kind Rewind with Jack Black and Mostaf? Been a long time ago, yeah. So he's the director of those kind of. You ever seen oh, okay. uh, the hardest button to button by um, the White Stripes uh, music video? It's like dun, 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 and there's like drums moving throughout the whole, and like probably it's really it's really great. And he, he's done a few other music videos as well as movies, but he is the master of low. Uh, expense special effects like basically like not doing it on a computer but doing it in other ways basically Uh, i mean some of the stuff is like computer but it's like very low budget uh special effects and that's what he's known for is like he could probably spend more on special effects but he likes the idea of like he could probably drink two percent yeah in in the in the ever long uh music video this like hit uh uh, what's his name? Dave Grohl's hand becomes really, really big, and yeah, that was all like cheap special effects and uh, stuff like that. It's like um, that's a great music video. And then, and then when the guy comes out, and, you got to look this up on YouTube, guys. The Everlong music video. Uh, this guy like pops out of the bed and just is the drummer. All this. It's like what's his name? Taylor Hawkins or whatever. Uh, but like pops out of the uh, uh, bed and just is like playing the drums. It's very, very. I wish I could explain it better, but you just gotta watch yeah, it. How about we? <laughs> you know, you know what's better than watching a music watching video? Me really... this, John. You know, better than watching a really good music video is listening to somebody describe a visual medium over an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good recurring joke right there. Yeah, it is. Just, yeah, That's the best right. thing is like recurring jokes. So anyway, rating. Any more notes <laughs> the on the uh, ice for you? Uh, no, uh, it's got way the, the peat stands out a ton. So it's super yeah. smoky on the ice. And I don't know if that's just because the more you've been drinking, the note kind of lingers there. No, I really but think it's the ice. It was a lot smokier. So. But here's the thing is like that's rare <clears throat> is when you water it down, the peat stands out more. Yeah. Normally, the fruitiness stands out more. Yeah. So it's very that's interesting. Point. So I would recommend this neat most of all. But you're not going to go, you can't go wrong, you know, either mm. way. It's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. You want me to go to the rating first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a 9.18. Not yet Ooh, a 9.2, okay. but it is hubba to what? Like the truly, the first time I had this, I guess I didn't notice some of these notes that it was like, it truly did have a bright tropical fruitiness on the front of the palette that was definitely uh, eye-opening. And uh, this John is really, yeah, like like that is truly a hub to what is when you're able to get a nice fruitiness from a single malt, not scotch, not scotch, single malt whiskey. Uh, Homeboy is going to be like, oh, you know, it's it's, it's inaccurate. He mentioned the word scotch when it wasn't a scotch. Mitzpet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I'm going to go 9.4 on this. I freaking nice. love it. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I love is when you do get a hub. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's because I had low expectations. I don't know. But flavor bomb of tropical mm-hmm. fruitiness. And it just, oh, I mean, it just, boom, right there. I got to go back fruit, to the D. Here to stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I'm hanging out with a buddy tonight. I'm going to take nice. this over. Nice. I got, I got, I got, I got some dregs there. So I'm gonna yeah. take it over and just see what he thinks. Um, like, save the bomb for him. Yeah. Do you? Would? How much would you pay for a bottle like this? I think ninety is about right. Yeah, that's a great price. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's worth it for sure. Yeah. It's a, you know it's delicious. Um, yeah. Good on you, India. I don't know if I go much more, much higher than that, just because it's hard to justify spending more than that on a bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So. Shout out to John Distilleries, spelled the correct way, not the Philly way. So, um, I guess that covers our rating and 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 uh, where we're what we yeah, think of does. this whiskey, mm-hmm. which does, is actually does. this is it's it's not often we get a hub or what. It's not often we get a double nine plus rating. Uh, so we'll we'll shout out to nine plus ratings. But before we shout out, be, after we shout out, <laughs> I don't even know what pluses. I'm saying. <laughs> speaking of shout out to nine plus ratings uh let's send it over to our favorite not favorite maybe it's your favorite segment of our show we like to call whiskey world news and we're back it's time for whiskey world news part of the show where i read an article cole and i talk about it we didn't read it no we read it i oh, read, we read it, it we didn't i read it he didn't read it we didn't, didn't write it no. he didn't wrote it I did not done write it. (laughs) This is what comes from Gear Patrol, written by Tyler Chin. And it's titled, Buffalo Trace's latest bourbon goes big with NFT actual giant bottle. Huge bottle. Have you you heard this? Yes. Okay, all right. Enormous OFC bottle, yeah. Let's talk about it, bro. Let's talk about it. In 1982, (laughs) Buffalo Trace Distillery, then George T. Stagg Distillery, distilled some bourbon, aged it for 19 years, then left it to rest for 21 years in a stainless steel tank to stop the aging. This extra-aged bourbon is part of the OFC Vintage, Buffalo Trace's line of ultra-rare vintage dated bourbon. And what better way to offer something of extreme value in 2022 than by auctioning it off as an NFT? Buffalo Trace is auctioning off Five six-liter bottles of its OFC six vintage liter. 1982 bourbon whiskey on Block Bar, a direct-to-consumer NFT platform for wine and spirits brands. So when you're placing bids on those bottles of 19-year-old bourbon, you're actually placing a bid on an NFT that represents the bottle you own. Block Bar works by storing your valuable bottle while you hold the NFT that represents your bottle's authenticity and ownership. Once you're ready to receive your bottle, you essentially burn your NFT in exchange for the physical product. The point of buying an NFT of the bourbon has less to do with the actual drinking of the bourbon and more with investing your money. As Blockbar mentions on its website, the high-end spirits as an asset have outperformed gold and the S&P 500. Holding an NFT of a rare spirit ensures its authenticity, making it easier to trade and increase its value. But we're not here to talk the benefits of NFTs, especially when we're still not 100% sure what it means. That's me. I'm like, I Uh, I get it, but I don't. Uh, We're about the whiskey. The five bottles of OFC Vintage 1982 Bourbon Whiskey are described as having extraordinary richness and butteriness with layers of apple, pecan, pecans, ripened pear, dark Belgian chocolate, caramel, and a kiss of black cherries. While most of us common folk won't be able to try this whiskey, Harlan Wheatley, Buffalo Trace's master distiller, has this remarkable whiskey transitions to a memorable finish of dry fruit with a delightful lingering oak, Wheatley says, all the time knowing that you're tasting history as you taste the last drops of this truly is a once-in-a-lifetime tasting experience. The auction on Block Bar runs between March 14th, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and March 18th to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's with a starting bid of 2500 So, hey, it'll folks, It'll reach a lot more than that. Yeah, that's just the starting bid. But anyway, Cole, what are your thoughts on that? So, first thought. I've had an OFC. Um my homeboy, yeah, Brandon Hunt had like had a 1993 vintage, and he popped it for his uh, brother's bachelor party. I want to say, and he had a little leftover. And I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? OFC is like the unicorn of unicorns. Uh, so I was so happy to have tried that. You know, like, was it worth? I don't even know what the value is on the secondary, but it's got to be like 
at least five grand, if not like up to 10 grand or more. Someone can correct me on that. And I'm down to hear that. Uh, but I thought it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. It was incredible. But is it worth 10 grand or five grand? No, no. But that being said, maybe some are. And I don't know if any whiskey is ever worth five grand for the record. Uh, but I don't, I'm going to say this on record right now. And I might be wrong and I'm down to be wrong. And hopefully one day someone will correct me, but I don't think NFTs are going to be as big a deal as people say they are. Uh, I, people like will defend NFTs to the, to the core of like saying, you know, like the people said the internet wasn't going to be big, but now it is like anyone can say that about anything. And it's like, they just want it to do well so that their investment does well. That's the thing about NFTs. In my opinion, they're just saying that so that they don't lose value. Uh, so it's basically a hype thing. That's all I'm saying about NFTs. I am down to be wrong, down to be wrong. But I do not think NFTs are worth that much. That being said, this isn't about an NFT. It's about a bottle. It's about a six freaking liter bottle, which is huge for the record, and will take a long time to drink if you're doing it right. That's and, like three uh, two liters of Pepsi. Yeah, it's equivalent. Yeah, no, that's like. In that's my like, opinion, uh, price as well. I would pay two thousand five hundred dollars for a six liter bottle of Pepsi. That is eight typical bottles. Yeah, that's uh, eight. I'd rather, have, I'd rather have Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So I, I'm in agreement. Like I maybe it's because the whole NFT thing. I like whatever. Like take a screenshot. Yeah. It's mine now. Ha ha ha. But you know, yeah, exactly. proprietary, proprietary mm-hmm. processing rights. Okay, yeah, trade that in. This, for but anyway, so like when I, when I was reading it first, because I'm very skeptical, because that's yeah. just I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this is a pretty cool, pretty cool way to be like, okay, I have this bottle. Because here's my problem: I like to open bottles. If yeah. I had that bottle, I would probably open it. Thought about it, yeah. But it's but to have it, the NFT and be like, okay, I have this bottle, but I don't have this bottle. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I think it's kind of a cool way to to save your collection. So, yeah. And uh, speaking of rare, rare bottles, um, Virginia um, is doing their lotteries right now. And I'm like on it. Yeah. On it. I haven't won anything nice. yet, but uh-huh. I am hoping the, the the one that's going on this week is the Pappy Van Winkle 23, 20 and 15. And I would love to win one of those, yeah. um, but I have a feeling I won't. But last year I won two bottles on the Virginia lottery and I'll, you know, I'll, Keep the hope up. So keep the yeah, faith. That's what I think. Keep the faith. Your keep own personal faith. Jesus. Ooh, Reach out and touch faith. faith. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's move along here to what whiskey would you choose? <laughs> Last week we were talking. What whiskey yep. is your favorite on ice? And Cole went with. I, I, I got think I, I think this is the biggest split ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. It was like 85-15. Cold oh, one. Was... It even, uh, when I looked at it, it well, was 100%. It was for a while there. But then you voted. <laughs> I did. Oh, well, we'll get to that, my friend. <laughs> That's funny. Mon frere. Mon frere. Um, <laughs> Cole went traditional, red breast 12, cast strength. I went with doers with a little club soda and lemon. And to be honest, if you just offer me either or, I would take the red breast. Nice. But there's something about the doers. It's just a long sip. I barely know her. I, th- I think uh, it's when I'm at the movie theater, I'm not thinking about kids. I'm not thinking about work. I'm engrossed yeah. in a movie and I'm having a drink. So to me, the experience there is better. But cool, 185 yeah. to 15. And quick shout out. Quick shout to out. Ben Klepsig. Yeah. And Caleb Olson, the Boom Because same. those yeah. two sided with me. And that, oh, and, really? And they're heavy hitters. They're heavy well, hitters in the Chill Filtered podcast slash YouTube. And mm-hmm. I felt kind of justified. No, and that being this said, was, this you was had the, a lot more heavy hitters. No, so. for sure. <laughs> well, so uh, this was the first time that we've gotten multiple people give the same answer for the written portion. Absolutely. So let's yeah. get to that. So Ben Klepsig mm-hmm. and Rotaskin Askinosa, mm-hmm. both and Nathan, Nathan Anthony. Anthony right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All went with Mika straight from the from the barrel. Good for you guys. That's um, a that's a fantastic ice pour. Yeah. Um, and then what was it? Uh, Rhino seventy twenty three Elijah Craig toasted barrel. Thanks for hitting us up, um, Rhino seventy three. Yeah, I'd love to hear more from you, buddy. Yeah, reach out, and, man. 
and touch me. No, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> but you can touch me too, I guess, but just not like above it, the waist. Is it reach above out and touch? Is it reach out and touch faith? Is that what faith? Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was me. Reach I always thought it was flame for some reason. Reach out and touch flame, touch flame. but it sounds like flame. <laughs> but I learned that it later. It's like me. Now I gotta go Whatever. back and listen to it. Depeche Mode, clear it up. Yeah, but it is faith for the record. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mario Casey went with anything castrate from Del Bach. Nice. And uh, Brian Rapp went with Wilderness Trail Ride. So Love it. There's some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. All so right, Cole. Week, yeah. Is, what's what's uh, coming up this week? What's you coming up know, today? You wouldn't know it by looking at our bottle March our 14th, drinking lineups. But Billy Corey's birthday is coming up. And I want people to know, I want to ask people, what are you drinking for Billy Corgan's birthday? Okay, Billy Corgan's birthday. I'm drinking. I got oh I, this week I did pick up an A Smith Bowman uh, port finish. So, nice. Oh, yeah. so good. So yeah. good. There's been a lot a lot on the shelves here too. Is that a harder one to find? Uh, in in maybe Idaho, but not in Virginia. Yeah, not Virginia. No. Yeah, because yeah, it's a Virginia product. Yeah, I've seen actually. Uh, okay. So I'm going to A Smith Bowman uh, in a week from nice. the uh, a week and a half from the uh, time we're. Uh, re- releasing this episode so so that's what i'm drinking because if his port wine birthmark stains what is it mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. a good point yeah he's that's got why port i went wine there stains. yeah but actually no this week's <laughs> what whiskey would you choose is not what are you drinking for billy corgan's birthday it's what are you drinking on saint patrick's day what are yep. you gonna be drinking on the top of the morning top of the muffin to you top of the muffin to you uh, what are you gonna drink on saint patty's day cole so i'm just gonna go with what's on my shelf and right now I have Red Breast uh, Single Barrel, and I have Red Breast 21, and I have Jameson Black Barrel. Uh, out of those three, I'm probably going to take a sip of the 21. So okay, I, I might okay. win this week just because I have a fancier pour. But I don't well, know. You know. Maybe what? you have an even fancier pour. I don't have a fancier pour. But I have that. I have a little bit of uh, you You gave me some just for fun, and I've been holding on to it. So maybe I'll do that as well. Nice. Maybe so I'll do Red Breast 21. Vote and between so you... Red Breast 21 and Red Breast 21 <laughs> this Actually, week. Actually, ooh. Let's it's a popularity contest. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. We'll say Robbie's Red Rest 21 versus Cole's Red Rest 21. I no, love actually, this idea. Do you really want to do this? Because I was we'll actually gonna it. drink some Jameson Black Barrel. People will feel bad for either of us and be like, well, no, Cole probably this. needs let's, more votes. Let's do no you no, let's do this. Let's let's uh we'll both drink Red Rest 21. Yeah. But let's on whose beard looks better. Yeah. Give them a shot of your beard. And check us out on YouTube if you don't remember. We'll post the beard. So whose beard looks better? I did trim my beard this week. I thought I uh-huh. was at a good point. My wife was like, I don't like it. And she's the one that's got to look at me. So yeah. I like to put her longer. All right. I like that's an beard. interesting What whiskey would you choose. It is. It is. You know um, what we should do sometime? What? Uh, one of us be the positive, the other be the negative, And we'll shave our beards. So like if you shave to have a mustache... Oh, the other. So you have a mustache. mustache. I would have nothing else. Yes, right. No, I would. I want to be the mustache. mustache. Okay, or like if you do like a Fu Manchu kind of a thing, like Mm -hmm. I just keep this in the chops. That's great. Like a like a goat or like a soul patch chops. I love it. Um, So uh, next week, we haven't even talked about what we're gonna. but I, I wanna, am looking at Weller Fullproof. Do you want to offer okay. up something else? Well, uh, I I would love to drink that Weller. I have fullproof. Weller Fullproof on my desk right now, so I I want to do that one too. And then what's okay. what would what do we what's one that we have that's it's similar? A high caliber, yeah. Um, what about Weller Fullproof versus what about the uh, King Alexander the Third Scotch Perfect. that Ciaro sent oh, us? Man. Yeah, I am ready to do it. I after yeah. today, I'm ready for some more peat. Seriously. I'm looking for well, some adventures of Pete. Dalmore's Dalmore's not gonna be Pete though. Oh Dalmore is a high yeah. <laughs> joking. Sorry, oh, Steve. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the inaccuracy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna go between uh Dalmore King Alexander the Third, oh. and we're gonna go between Weller Fullproof. So uh, I can assure you that Weller Fullproof will not have as much cool history or cool new history as Dalmore will. Uh, but if you're into that kind of thing and you want to find out what Weller Fullproof tastes like, uh, vote on Instagram. If you're not sure of what you want to do, vote on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, get an Instagram and vote on Instagram. So if you don't have an Instagram, steal your child's phone. Yeah. Get on their Instagram. Yep. 
Because mm-hmm. they find some stranger, them. ask them if their his phone has Instagram, and you steal their phone. That reminds me of uh, uh, remember the Titans. Like if you don't have a tie, find some bum on the street and grab his tie <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So I'm not. I was not a huge remember the Titans fan. So remember the Titans was I was like nine when that came out and Mm -hmm. so i was like the world is racist and we need a cure and like i'm not saying the world is race is not racist now or like needs to address that's the better way to put it needs to address racism now the world you know is to be honest the world was probably just as much if not less or more uh one of the (laughs) one of the three uh racist and then in the late 90s but like i was young you were like in college when Remember the Titans came out. I love that movie. High school. Okay. I just know a lot of people love it. And it was... But look at you, deep thinking Colt, nine years old. Yeah, I was like, I need to address this and I need to be a better white man. So <laughs> I I just think about that every day for myself. I wake up and it reminds me of the jerk with Steve Martin. You're like, I need to be a better white man. I was born a poor young black man. And I wake uh, up thinking that every morning. And then I look in the mirror and go, oh, I need to be a better white man. Have you ever you've seen The Jerk, right? We've talked about this. I've never seen The you Jerk. you got to watch. That's right. You okay, have cool. to watch The Jerk. I was born a poor young black man. It's, it great. is phenomenal. I, I got to see it. I just got to set yeah. aside the time. You but do, I hope that to. I will set aside the time this week. Cool. And I hope you are a better white man. And I hope that you are a better bearded white man. Uh, I hope you're the better bearded white man. But most of all, listeners, I hope you vote for the better bearded white man. Yeah. And I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet.